Hi, I'm Ellie and you are listening to the Meat and Potatoes Tarot Podcast. Welcome if you are just dropping in from who knows where and welcome and thank you so much for your support if you are watching the video version of this podcast on Patreon. Today we're looking at a very spooky card. It's the scariest and often the most anxiety provoking card in the Rider Waite deck and that is the Devil card. It is kind of scary looking and it does evoke real sensations of anxiety and fear when it appears in someone's personal reading. Um, it's a really complex card but let's take a look at it and see if we can dispel some of the fear and get to understand the Devil card in more detail. I'll see you on the other side. The imagery of the 15th card in the Major Arcana Suite has been known to evoke feelings of real anxiety for someone requesting a tarot card reading, and even sometimes for an inexperienced tarot card reader. However, a deconstruction of the Devil card's origins and symbolism should help to demonstrate the significance of its inclusion in the Fool's journey. In the Rider Waite deck, the devil is derived from a famous illustration by the French occultist, Eliphas Levi. Now, I hope I have pronounced that correctly. Um, and this illustration is called Baphomet. It comes from the era of around 1861. Despite earlier references to a Baphomet appearing as far back as the late 14th century, Levi's visual representation was found for the first time in his book, which when translated from French to English was called Transcendental Magic, Its Doctrine and Ritual. Baphomet was shown as half human and half animal, male and female, good and evil, and was intended to represent the goal of perfect social order. One notable similarity can be found between the devil and two of its preceding cards. The first of these is the Hierophant, in which a presiding figure, uh, representing an earthbound representative for God, provides blessing to two worshippers. The communication of the blessing travels from heaven through God's representative to earth, and the communication is to see heaven. The second similarity appears in the lovers, wherein an angel presides over a union of two people. In this instance, the communication also travels from heaven through a heaven-bound representative of God to earth. The communication here with the lovers is to see yourself. Just as the Hierophant and the Lovers show a supervisory connection between heaven and earth, so does the Devil. However, the key difference is that the presiding figure in the Devil seeks to block rather than transfer information between heaven and earth. The Devil presents a roadblock that attempts to divert from the continuation of a progressive life journey by focusing one's attention perhaps even obsessively, to distractions and temptations. Its communication is, see only me. 
Following death of unnecessary things comes the birth of spirituality, as shown in temperance. However, a journey does not reach its desired destination until it has concluded. The devil offers clarity of vision as to how material desires and complacency serve to obstruct the door to spiritual enlightenment. Let's take a look at the devil card. A bearded figure presides over a naked man and a naked woman, both of whom are chained by their necks to a rectangular box. The presiding figure is half man and half animal, as you can see. With beastly facial features, a ram's horns, bat's wings and clawed feet. Atop his head sits an inverted pentagram cross. He gestures upward with his right hand and his left hand holds a fired torch, which he points downward. Both the man and the woman have tiny horns growing from their heads and tails protrude from behind. The background is entirely black. In the upright position, the devil represents addiction, bad habits, materialism and complacency, and codependency. In the reverse position, the devil represents severe addiction, psychopathy, abusive behavior, and ultimate control. So let's have a look at some of these symbols that um, are considered very scary by some. <laughs> if we pick them apart, they won't be quite so scary, I'm sure. So the beastly man figure represents animal-like base instincts, um, oppression imposed by others, but also impression that is self-imposed. The inverted pentagram represents dark forces, negative energy, cruelty, um, and note that the shape of the central figure here has the same types of angles. It's to uh, double up on the message of those dark forces and negative energies. The chains represent control and dependency. If you note, however, the chains are loose and can be slipped off at any time, which allows for a conscious decision to walk away from enslavement. The nakedness represents innocence or possibly shamelessly denying one's own culpability. So kind of a shamelessness. The fruitful tale of the woman links to the lover's card and the e and Eve of the Garden of Eden, having eaten the forbidden fruit. The fire tale of the man um, has been caught by the beast's torch, represents complacency and willingness to corrupt. The rectangular box represents materialism and hidden truths. Uh, note that the beast is actually sitting on that truth, preventing its reveal. The raised hand of the beast is about see it's basically to get your attention or to get the attention of those who are complacent 
and it represents this message of see only what I want you to see. The lowered torch obstructs vision and prevents the light. And then the black background is about mental or emotional darkness and the unknown. Now there are symbols in the Devil card that also appear in other major arcana cards. The rectangular features also appear in the Emperor, the Chariot and Temperance. The black sky appears in the Tower. And nakedness appears in the Lovers, the Devil, the Sun, Judgment and the World. If you were to ask me what I believe the overall theme is for the Devil card, I would say the following. If you are trapped in the darkness, you need only find the light to be free. So that was the Devil card. Not quite as, uh, not quite as frightening as it's led to sort of have us feel. And I think sometimes movies are what make it so very scary because whenever the devil card appears in a movie with a tarot reading, the tarot reader kind of keeps it a secret and doesn't want anyone to know that uh, the querent is just about to die <laughs> or, or something. But that's actually not the representation of the devil card. The devil is all about being distracted by your complacency. So just to reiterate uh, one of the central messages, this, these presiding figures that appear in the devil, Hierophant and also the lovers, they carry really distinct messages that will help you to understand the importance of each of those cards. The Hierophant, in that presiding figure, there is that person who is a representative on earth but representing God in heaven. And the message that he is delivering to the worshippers that are listening to what he says is that simple message of see heaven. The role in enlightenment when it comes to the Hierophant is that you open yourself to be able to see heaven. When it comes to the lover's card, then the presiding angel who is um, presiding over the man and the woman is also commanding a certain message and that message is to be very mindful and to see yourself and this relates to um, this being mindful of the decisions that you make particularly when it comes to who you allow into your world and who you create a partnership with you must understand yourself and what's important to you and to do that you must see yourself first before you can invite someone else to be able to see you here with the devil card, none of that matters because the devil is a very narcissistic being and all he wants is for you to see him. He doesn't want you to see the light. He doesn't want you to be enlightened. He, his role in this journey is to prevent you from getting to the sun. And so he says, and his message is, see only me. So I think that helps us to sort of dispel some of the fears when it comes to the devil card appearing. When the devil appears in a reading, it's generally about an obsessive element, an element of complacency, or an element of trying to control 
um, and a control a circumstance so that it's not heading in its natural direction. And when you understand the devil that way, then it's a very useful card in a reading because it actually tells you that to be cautious of what lies ahead because your path to enlightenment might be obstructed by something appearing in that path. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that you feel as though you're coming out of it knowing a lot more about the devil card in tarot. If you'd like to see me put my knowledge of tarot into practice, you can always subscribe to the Ellie Dreams Down Under channel on YouTube. I produce a new video every day of the year and I cover a wide variety of topics, including US politics, world affairs, the unexplained, mysteries, and I also do personal readings. All of the videos are free and I also take viewer requests. I hope to see you there one day. If you are enjoying these episodes, please hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time a new podcast episode is aired. In the meantime, I'll see you next time and take care.